Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of the What the Poop podcast, hosted by Eat Noodles and Twisted Killer 94. Yep. We got some important news for today that just came out, and it's important. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened right now. So so here's 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 what happened, okay? One dead, more than 40 injured when a bus school bus rolled over in New York. New York, baby. New York. So as many as 46 people were injured, with five of them in critical condition. The bus full of mostly youngsters. So I, th- I think it was a marching band. And they were on some kind of road trip, right? And what happened is the bus went off the road and it, it rolled into... It just rolled, right? And, uh, Let me drive the bus. <laughs> Let me drive the bus. It's killed one person and injured 46 others. And it's very new, so obviously we uh, there's not much to go off of. But it said uh, the bus was carrying students from the Farmingdale School District on Long Island. A district spokesman, a sp- district spokesperson said uh, the students were headed to band camp in Pennsylvania. All right, band camp. So it's a great tragedy. I mean, I I really can't imagine how this would have happened. Yeah, like what the freak? Um. So this is actually at the bottom, uh, near the bottom of my list, but it's it's also related to a car crash. And so this is a New Jersey man dies after throwing himself uh, from a busy vehicle, or throwing himself from a vehicle on a busy interstate, right? So it was ruled a suicide by uh, police. Uh, so Jorge uh, J. Torres, 27, uh, North Arlington, New Jersey, uh, jumped out of his car, his moving car, on a on a highway. You know, moving very fast, and he uh, he ended up he ended up dying. Dang. Yeah. So it it says here he almost died instantly. So, I mean, that's terrible. Uh, of course, we don't really know what was going on in his life. Could have been something else. Uh, yep. So it appeared first on, on Rare.us. All right. Yes. So there's not there's not a lot of information. This is also uh, very, very new. But uh, it's, it's related to uh, cars, I guess, and vehicles. Uh, and um... now we're going to... We're going to uh, kind of rotate from vehicles into flying vehicles. And this one is terrible. Wingsuit skydiver was decapitated by plane's wing 20 seconds into jump. Trial. Now, I don't, I don't really know how this happened. But we're going to find out, okay? So an experienced wingsuit diver, skydiver, smashed into the plane's wing and was decapitated just 20 seconds into his jump in the south of France. It was revealed during the pilot's manslaughter trial. Okay, so Nicholas Galley, 40, was the first of two skydivers who were released from the single-engine uh, pilotus plane at 14,000 feet over the town of Boulogne-en-Quercy, all right, in July 2018. 2018, okay, wow, this old... Yeah, that's really old. 
uh, but the article is here 12 hours ago, so uh, we're we're reading it. So this is the the plane's left wing, and a and a strut clipped a galley, beheading him, in the court of Monta Montauban. Heard this week. Okay. So it says this week. The, this week. Yeah. So I think it might have taken a while to get to court. Of course, because this is a pilot's. This is. The pilot was now put on on trial for manslaughter. And so the victim's emergency parachute then opened and his lifeless body landed in a field. Wow. He got manslaughter charges? Yeah, so the pilot was charged with manslaughter with prosecutors arguing that his errors were the the, were caused his his errors were the cause of horrific accident. So they're arguing it's the pilot's fault. And so According to the pilot, and you can argue that. Yeah, you absolutely can. According to the pilot, uh, Galley, an engineer and skydiver with 226 jumps under his belt, he's he's been up and down quite quite a lot. Uh, was parallel to the plane, and Elaine, I think, is the pilot, thought he was further south. Okay, so just an error, and then. Of course, the uh, decapitation, right? Yes. Instant death. So now we're going to move on to this one. This is right second here. So this is family sues Google. Sang was responsible for a man's death after maps told him to drive over a bridge that collapsed nine years ago. Now, I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted about this here because in order for this something like this to happen, it has to be either harder to hard to see the bridge and the bridge being collapsed it had to be hard to see that or like foggy out and like foggy but this isn't really a place that could probably be foggy it's, it's and it looks like yeah so the family the family of a man who is suing google for negligence but don't you think google if, yeah, but yeah, so they're suing Google Google Maps, right? So I don't you think that the driver may have had uh, quite some negligence uh, to play in this case? So basically, he drove on a bridge that was collapsed. Yeah, so the br the bridge was so collapsed nine they... years ago. Oh, wait, then why is it what? Why is yes. it collapsed for nine years? And they haven't tried repairing it. There's no barriers up. I guess not. She be blame. She should be blaming it on a city or something. But uh, uh this other guy, uh, Philip Pax, uh, Paxson, forty-seven, actually drowned after his car plunged off the bridge, uh, last year, according to this article. All right, so he's driving home September 30th, 2022, uh, when his pickup truck wa uh, went off the edge of a washed-out bridge in the outskirts of Hickory in a uh, city northeast of Charlotte. Where is this? Is it British? It sounds pretty British. Okay, here it is. Hick oh, in North Carolina. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. According to the outlet, he was returning 
alone from a party for his nine-year-old daughter and he recently moved to the area so he recently moved to the area he probably didn't know the area he probably didn't know there was a bridge collapse there and yeah i mean there should have been barriers put up but it's here's the, here's the like thing signs yeah exactly but here's the thing it says he was coming from home from his uh, nine-year-old daughter's party so that makes me think if you're coming home for a party it's got to be like pretty late right it's got to be pretty yeah. late usually so you like around you usually have them around six yeah and so it must have been pretty hard to see the bridge so now 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 that i read through it i think i can understand uh how how this mistake was made and the bridge yes, but there should have been barriers yes i think i think mostly who's liable is is the the city yes uh not google okay i mean really you don't expect google to kind of go in this area often yeah so how would they know the bridge is collapsed right exactly so i think the real people you should actually be suing would be the um the city for not properly blocking off this this bridge yeah because i think she's <laughs> just gonna lose the suit with google yeah the suit with google probably will go nowhere but if you file a suit with for uh say the city which is actually responsible for things like this then yeah you'll probably win yes so i would recommend go after the city not really google's fault and yeah but uh we're gonna we're, i'm gonna i'm gonna check google maps just just one second Uh, let me just, a broken bridge in Hickory, North Carolina, okay. There's a, there's a bridge there, so I just gotta type in, like, bridge or something. Um, so I think this is it, or one of them. I see, yeah, so I see, like, a big kind of, uh, So this is not this is not the bridge. Uh, I don't really want to spend all my time looking for this bridge here, but apparently there was a bridge that hadn't been fixed for nine years. Maybe there were like barriers, but someone like moved them somewhere. It is possible, but it does seem maybe unlikely. And according to this picture that I'm seeing in the article, it, it looks very, very, like, remote. Like, it looks very abandoned. Like, not a lot of people go here this often. And if you're, like, a local, you know about this bridge. And, of course, if you're not yes. local and you've just moved here or you're just following instructions on your Google Maps while it's possibly dark, I can absolutely understand why you would make that mistake. Yeah, right. Uh, dude, you know what sucks, dude? So much news about people dying, dude. What about good things happening? I want to know about good things happening. Alright, so what are some good things? Uh, maybe I can find some good things. I think we have one more article here. Yeah. Oh, we have two. Oh my gosh, this one is fucking horrible. I fucking jolted back when I saw this. Neighbor breaks into home and beats six-year-old boy unconscious with a bat. 
Now that's horrible. What what, what could why? lead you to do this? Yeah. Yeah, and then I scroll down. There's a picture of this boy in the hospital, and and he's hooked up to all these tubes, and it's actually like really stressful to look at. Uh, but it says he alleged the neighbor allegedly broke into the home uh, of a six-year-old neighbor and beat him unconscious with a baseball bat. Like you could have killed him. Uh, Thirty. Uh, Daniel Logan, thirty-nine, is accusing accused of beating the young boy named Jeremy in his bedroom and leading le leaving him with brain swelling and skull fractures. Now that's, and he's still alive. And now that's amazing. Really, the the chances of him actually surviving that are very low, but he did survive that. And I'm actually very, very happy that he did, but I do hope he makes a full recovery in the hospital because it's very, very, there is a good chance that he could um, pass in the hospital. So I'd hate to see that happen. Yeah, it's like a high chance probably. Yeah, because uh, brain swelling is, is almost always fatal. So it's a miracle he's still alive. Um, yeah, so, wow. Uh, there's a GoFundMe page for Jeremy. Uh, 230000 donated already. Uh, it was wow. created seven days ago of a, of a goal for $250,000. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to save this... Uh, here and put it in the description of the pod this uh this episode here i'm just gonna put it in this theme here and so uh go donate and save jeremy so what led this man to do this what led him to do this? so looking at his mugshot he's in he's in this kind of green vest that you put on like criminals green criminal vest I don't know what it, it's called again, uh, but it, it's some, yeah, it's some, I think it's to like prevent them from uh, like the ones like where you can't move your arms in that. Uh, no, it's not like a straight jacket. It's I don't know, but I've seen it. I've seen it put on uh, criminals that are dangerous, and I don't exactly understand the applications, but. We're continuing. So Jeremy's currently fighting for his life. Um. Oh, this is so sad. Okay, we get to learn about Jeremy here. He loves to practice jujitsu, play soccer, and paint. His father, Art, uh, told the statesman. Uh, after attacking the boy, Logan also allegedly Logan being the attacker also allegedly struck his own mother in the face using the bat, according to the affidavit. I don't want to read this. Logan has been arrested and charged with injury to a child and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon against a family member. Both first-degree felonies carry a uh, sentence up to 99 years in prison. He did not have a prior criminal history in the state. So, this is something... I can only chalk down to mental illness. Really? Possibly. I think it's very likely because I don't think there's a person in the world that would attack a child, a six-year-old with a baseball bat that isn't mentally ill. Was he trying to rob him or something? I don't think so. I think he just walked in there and started assaulting the 
the the boy with his the baseball bat. I couldn't imagine what Jeremy just went through. Fuck, dude, that's sad. That's really sad. I'm glad he's still alive. Right. Of course, of course. Uh, what is the next article about? I think it is a, a woman who's alive. So two, two people are alive, but fighting for their life. So it says tourists spot a corpse floating in the water, but it's not a corpse. It's a missing woman, she, and she's still alive. So um, there was a uh, people on a tour, and they saw this this thing in the water, right? This little thing in the water. And yeah, and when it got closer, uh, they discovered it was a woman, right? And they thought she was dead, right? And so they had to pull her out of the water, and they discovered she was alive. So, assumingly, she's been dragged out to sea. So, it said she had reportedly been washed out to sea on September 18th while taking a dip in the luxurious coastal waters. The currents had dragged her away as her husband helplessly looked on in terror. Wow. But, uh, again, it's it's a, a miracle she's still alive. Right. And... Of course. She was dehydrated, but she was conscious conscious, and is expected to make a full recovery. And, and actually on, on the beach when they when they when they pulled her to shore, it was uh she was for the most part all right. That's what it says. For the most part all right. So that's good. That's, that's good. She has been out sea Great. out at sea for how however many days, right? Yeah, so she definitely would have died if the tourists haven't hadn't come across her. So it's great people surviving attacks. That's yeah, good. multiple people. <sighs> All right. Let's see some more news. Oh shit! Oh no no no! All right, back to the bus. Two people are now confirmed dead. Um. Oh no. Shit, dude. Yeah, I'm not in the mood today, dude. I woke up and fucking. Yeah, I wasn't feeling right. It's just, it's just it made it worse. But hey, you know we gotta cover this news. It's important to, important to talk about. Absolutely. Let's see. Oh, what the fuck? Half a million people. Okay, that's a lot of people. Half a million people, including kids, mistakenly dropped from Medicaid. Uh, they were wrongly kicked off Medicaid because of state system errors. Uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said Thursday. So 29 states and Washington, D.C. were erroneously reviewing eligibility for Medicaid at the family level instead of on an individual basis, the agency said. That means thousands of people, including children, were deemed ineligible for the low-income insurance program when they should have been automatically re-enrolled. 
Uh, CMS alerted states to the problem late last month and ordered them to immediately reinstate coverage for anyone who lost their insurance and pause disenrollments for anyone else who may be affected while they try to fix the underlying issues. So this is really bad. People, people need their, their Medicaid. I'm not exactly sure what uh, that is because I am not American. Dude, I don't even know what it is. Um, all right, here. I mean, Medi but... Medicaid.gov. Yeah, I don't know. It's just some healthcare service. Uh, it is, in fact, the American Healthcare Service, but yeah. Also, there's a new bill looking to give all children, not not just like uh, low-income families, all children access to Medicaid. That is great. And that sounds that sounds pretty good. Oh, wow. Wow, so a lot of people lost their coverage, and, and this is bad because I'm sure something happened to someone, and they needed that get care, and they, they, they were turned away because they were ineligible. Anyway, uh, here's here's another medical thing. Uh, it says here is a quote from this man. I came here for medical assistance, not just to lay down. Patient walks out of hospital after nurses ignore his call button. Let's guess where this is. Okay, we're playing a game. We're gonna guess where this is. A California or Ohio. Um. I'm going to say also Carol, uh, uh, California. I almost said Carolina. And California and Ohio. Because we've heard a lot about Ohio recently. Okay. Um, well, I actually need to find where it is. Yeah, so... where Where is this hospital? It's actually not showing it, so we're going to have to do some digging. Uh, this man's uh, TikTok to figure out where he's, where he's from. Holy shit, dude. I should have just said Carolina, dude. You know why? Why? He's from North Carolina. <laughs> well, that's where his P.O. box is, so I'd assume that's where the hospital is. Yeah, why would you be in a random state? I mean, uh, travel... I doubt you go to a hospital in another country. Yeah. Well, well, so yeah, this guy went to a hospital and just got no nothing. No no care. The nurses ignore his call button. Maybe they were busy. You can give him credit, but... Is it like an, an under... Paid hospital or something, but nobody. Yeah, so he waited for a nurse for like half an hour, and then he just left. Mm. So I would have went to a different hospital, dude. Here, okay, here it says everyone is laughing, but it's uh, serious. This is what he said. Everyone is laughing, but it's serious. I don't blame the nurses, though they are understaffed, right? Okay, okay. now it makes a bit more sense. Yeah, because I think nurses everywhere are generally understaffed because of 
you know, uh, the pay. It is good pay, but the stuff they go through sometimes really just doesn't seem worth it. So. Shit. Wow. Okay, what is this? Dad disgusted by six-year-old daughter's Father's Day gift provided by her school. So. Um. What did... Okay, so this guy, this dad, his name is Howard. Has a daughter, and she goes to school. Trent Howard. I'm pretty sure most kids go to school. Yes. Howard and his wife are horrified that her that their daughter was asked to make a gift with psychologists saying that Howard's daughter might not even have the words yet to express how the activity distressed her. I want to know what these fucking school fucks did to this child, and I want to know what she brought home. Right? It's very, very suspenseful. All right. Yeah. So here's what it is. Howard's primary school daughter made an activity cube for Father's Day. The cube was meant to be given to the children's fathers on Father's Day to give them ideas on how to cheer up when feeling down. Seems wholesome, right? Yeah. There were some drawings of items on the cube, and the reason they were there was written below the article. Oh, here. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a picture of it. No way. Is it that bad? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just going to read this here. Some examples were a banana for the for when the father had gone around the bend. Oh, no. And, and, and a frog for when the father needed to, in quotes, oh. jump on it. What? While most of the suggestions were sweet and even funny, there was one activity on the cube that Howard was disgusted by. Well, what is it? And it is a picture of a bullet, and it says "bullet." Oh, take when all else fails. What the? F wow. Okay. That Yikes. is all my Oh. I mean, how? Yikes, dude! This is in Australia. I was not expecting that. <laughs> dude. Imagine, imagine your daughter coming home from school and subliminally she tells you to kill yourself. Of course she, she of course she didn't know, probably. Most likely she didn't know. Um, yes. Of course this she, is... If she knew, she wouldn't, she probably would have said something like... Yeah. So... <sighs> I... It just confuses me because I want to know how something like this happens. Because it's very, you know, and and it says bullet take when all else fails, and at the very bottom of the article is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. One eight hundred two three two seven three eight two five five. Don't call them and ask them if their refrigerator is running. It might uh, be. Because it might be. And. They might have to go catch it. So, wow. It's crazy how, how this kind of thing can just, just get past everyone, right?
man. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Here's exactly what I was talking about. And it's, 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 it's transgenders detransitioning because they regretted their decision. And it says here, teenager who experienced detransitioning after transgender surgery shares, I feel mutilated and like an experiment gone wrong. Mm. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so a teen girl from the UK who went, who underwent transgender surgery partly called out the gender clinic and shared that transitioning made her feel worse at every phase. Jasmine, the teen who had her breasts removed and later regretted the decision. Of course, these decisions should be made when you are old enough to... I feel to... like that would hurt. Yeah. When it, I guess it's just fat and... and I, in anesthesia, I guess it's a, the removal of the fat tissue, but even like after. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jasmine, the teen who had her breast removed. Of course, these should be these kinds of things you should do when you're like twenty-one. Okay. What what age was she? Eighteen. Uh, I don't know. It just said teen, so oh, in, bet in between nineteen and um. 13 you're considered a teen at 19 well yeah because it's it's teen right 19 uh yeah so she regretted her dis decision she de-transitioned and sure you considered an adult at 18 in america and here's what she said she said i don't really know what it's like to have the body of an adult because it fucked it fucked up you know how the body develops because if you alter these things the, the way they weren't supposed to be altered, of course it's going to fuck some shit up. And, and I can absolutely get why you'd feel mutilated. Because that's what basically what happens done to you. Right. So she continued, when people do know I'm detransitioned, they reframe it as a journey. And I would not consider it a journey. I would think of it as a mistake I made because I was a child. Exactly my point. I also think the part of the onus is on the various professionals that treated me. There should be a level of, of standard and uh, responsibility for this from the medical care professionals. And sometimes they should make a decision. So if they think, yes. are you absolutely sure about this? This is something that's going to change you for the rest of your life. And if you're very young, you're going to regret the decision. This article is exactly what I was talking about uh, yesterday. That's That's part of it. Oh right. my gosh! 15! What? She had the surgery at 15! Dude, I, I love when I hear people say, um, doctors would never, but then there's stories like these. Oh no, no, no. Okay, so she said, I feel a bit mutilated and like an experiment gone wrong walking through society sometimes. I like feel like lab rat. sometimes, yeah, like a lab rat. Despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. Uh, like sometimes, jealous of other people. Women who are biologically female still have their natural voice, their natural characteristics. And I don't have it anymore because of the decision she made. Now, 
we're not gonna put this on her. I feel bad for her. Yeah, do you get your voice changed too? I guess. I'm not too sure. I mean, if you're going through the whole surgery, I guess you're also taking uh, the hormone replacement therapy or drugs or something. I, I don't know what drugs you take for that, but. Hormones? I don't know. Yeah, so this other person, uh, Kira Bell, is also a patient at the Tavistock Clinic, shared on a blog post. By the time I got to Tavistock, I was admin, and I needed to transition. It was the kind of brass assertion that's typical of teenagers. Uh, Bell added, what was really going on is that I was a girl insecure in my body who had, who had experienced parental abandonment, felt alienated from my peers, suffered anxiety and depression, and struggled with my sexual orientation. Bell continued, after a series of superficial conversations with social workers, I was uh, put on puberty blockers at age 16. Wow. A year later, I was receiving testosterone shots. When uh, when 20, I had a double vasectomy. Oh, mustet a mustectomy? What's a mustectomy? Mustectomy. What's that? Uh, here. Uh, oh, I, uh, to remove breast tissue. Okay, that's what a mastectomy is. Okay. To, uh, but the further my transition went, the more I realized I wasn't a man and never would be. Is that Bell? In that picture? I don't know. Uh, Bell wrote, as I matured, I recognized that gender dysphoria was a symptom of my overall misery. It's not, uh, not its cause. Due to hormonal treatment with testosterone, she felt unable to cry, so she shared. One of the first signs that it was becoming cure again was that thankfully, at last, I was able to cry. I had a lot to cry about. That's something as men, it for us, it gets harder to cry. The more we grow up, our shells harden a lot. It gets harder to cry. Earlier today, dude, I wanted to fucking cry, right? I just fucking could. Ah, dude, because you know what's fucking sad, dude? I saw a fucking sad dog video, dude. You know you see those fucking sad. And I hate seeing those. Well, I get recommended. I'm always reacting to... The post where you need to share because they need money to donate. Yeah. Uh, fears of fertility. The woman still does not know if she will be able to have children due to all the surgeries, she said. Uh, before beginning on testosterone, I was asked if I wanted children or if I wanted to consider freezing my eggs because of the possibility that transition would make me infertile. As a teenager, I couldn't imagine Adopt. having kids. Uh, Bell now see sees things clearly and says, as a young adult, I see that I didn't truly understand back then... Uh, the, implica the implications of fertility for the rest of your life, okay, whatever that is, 70, 80 years, you will not be able to have children. Okay, and there's people that are... Yeah, I mean, like there's this. other options. There are other options, uh, ad adoption, but it, it's just, for some people, it's just not the same. Um, so he said, having children is a basic right, and I don't know if that has been taken from me. So obviously there's a lot of uncertainty whether or not. So this is a woman holding Chick-fil-A. Did you just say Chick-fil-A? Yeah. In this little slideshow I'm going through, it's it's assumingly an LGBTQ woman uh, putting a thumbs down, holding a bag of Chick-fil-A. Why? Because Chick-fil-A wow. is, uh, you know, homophobic stuff. So. 
It's usually gay people that work there. <laughs> uh, the hormonal treatment left her with facial hair and a deeper voice. And she warned, what happened to me is happening across the Western world. And we talk about that. And I talk about how make a decision when you're older. Right? Yes. It's all these things. And I really feel bad for kids making decisions that they, they'll regret later on in life because their brain was underdeveloped. Like kids committing crimes that uh, land them life sentences. These kinds of things that I feel really bad for them. Because that them, if they hadn't done that in 20 years, would have been like, you know what? I'm so glad I didn't do that, right? If they knew they were going to do that or whatever. Right? Uh... So the clinic was ordered to shut down. The gender identity clinic was ordered to shut down after a series of controversies. Because a lot of people regret transitioning. <sighs> yeah, how much money do you think it is to transition? I'm not too sure. Uh, why, don't, why don't we take a look? Uh, gender transition cost. Probably different everywhere. Whoa. Holy shit. 140,000 to become a male. 124,000 to become a female. Oh, from female to male is 124,000. Oh. To transition from female to male. To transition what, to male from female. About, yeah. It's 140,000. Holy. Wow. And it's not just because you might regret the decision. There's also medical problems that will affect you later on in life with doing this because you're you're altering an, a, the human body in a way it was not supposed to be altered and yes. not built for. Right. Obviously, that makes you very prone to medical issues down the road. Yes. <sighs> But I really think there should be laws in place that prohibit children under the age of at least 18 from participating in this hormone blocking or, or transitioning surgery because if you're an adult and you do this, you can actually hold yourself accountable and not the child. Yeah. You. you won't, you know, and I won't feel bad about you because you, you did it when whatever, right? Oh, but just, uh, it's just a warning, just a warning. And uh, this is CNN, and you scroll down, it says, the costs of not transitioning. Ugh. Free. Free. It's free. It says that people who are unable to transition are more likely to feel depressed and or attempt suicide. I'm sorry, what? Listen. You gotta fight those feelings. You gotta fight the feelings, because guess what? Tomorrow's a new day, and the day after is a new day. And guess what? You're still gonna be alive. 
And when you're 80 and you're sitting and you're retired and you're happy, you're going to be like, I'm so glad I didn't, I didn't end my life. You're going to, you'll be like, you know, cause you'll be, you'll thank you'll, you're, you'll, if you push through those hard times, you'll thank yourself that you live the full life. Absolutely. Oh, in other news, you see the fucking stock market, dude? Holy shit. No, I don't look at that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do this quickly because it's fucking boring. Uh, Dow Jones down 370 points. Okay. Bound online. Is that what you're saying? Bound on. The, the Dow Jones. I don't know what that is. Uh, it is a collection of stocks. It's an indice. It is a it is a collection of stocks. The S and P five hundred, the top five hundred tech companies, is also down one point six four percent. Not that seems like like nothing, right? But in terms of all these companies, that's a lot. But uh, yeah. If you look at the five day, you'll see this very steep after uh, September 20th. When the trading day closed, it completely plummeted when the market opened back up uh, today. What does this mean for the future of something? I don't know. But uh, it's just a bad thing to happen for probably some, uh, some investors. Yeah, I also heard bad things about Roblox stock. <laughs> yeah, so you're right about that. Who's Pelosi I... again? Isn't that like the vice president? Nancy Pelosi? Uh, she's yeah, a... did, you know that, did you know that she invested in Roblox? She's a representative. And yes, she does do a lot of investing because she she works for the state, right? She's got lots of inside information, and it's perfectly legal for her to use this. Otherwise, you know, sometimes... Just... Insider trading she just lost money, but she lost a lot of money. So I actually, I actually uh, paper traded Roblox, right? I, I bought it uh, at this one point, and it kept going down. So I'm gonna check what it's at right now. Uh, I think buying Roblox stock is the most dumbest decision you can do right now. Holy shit! So it keeps going down. Yeah. Holy shit! Fucking hell! Oh my gosh! Roblox is so bad. So I bought Did it. Did you not look at it? Did you yeah. never look at it? You I've, bought it? I've seen it. So let me. Let me show you. All right, this is a, this is a paper trade. So it's not a real trade. It's just like a practice, right? Now, if this was a real oh, trade, you paper traded it. Yeah, a paper trade is like trading on paper, right? It's not real. It's just on paper. Uh, so I'm gonna send this to you, and you can react to that. So that little blue arrow was when I bought stock. Or uh, when you in quote bought. Yes, uh, bought on paper, bought and uh, bought some options on paper and. And that's what's happened. So it's down from me buying 5,000 5, shares. It's down $19,400. Okay, so in the time span of that, so let me just grab a long position here. I think you'd make a lot of money, dude, if you invested right there and then, dude. Totally. Yeah, well, I mean, now I wish I had actually shorted it at that time now. But, of course, you can't predict the future. Nobody can. You can make assumptions and forecast as to what the market's going to do, but really you can't do it. Yeah. 
uh, but in like that's kind of crazy how it lost a, a shit ton of shares and it's still going down it's obviously it's a terrible investment right now but damn um also for amazon it says they are going to hire around 250,000 employees for the holidays which means big earnings how do they just know that number Oh, they do because there's reports, right? But it means there's big earnings coming up in Q4, right? The fiscal quarter, uh, the fourth fiscal fourth fiscal quarter, it is projected to have high earnings due to the recent hirings of uh, two hundred fifty thousand employees. But right now, uh, as of opening, it closed uh, four point four one percent under. When it opened, so that's not very good. A lot of these stocks are actually like that. So this is very, very bad. Very bad. Yeah. So fucking Roblox, man. Oh, it's funny, dude. It's funny. I never thought of Roblox stock as a, as a very generally a good stock from when, when they went public with it. Literally Roblox. Yeah, from like when they, you know, when they went public with it for to when they fucking pooped their pants. So when did they go public? When is this? Back in... It's not... 2022? March of... Oh, March of 21. 2021, uh, they went public and... And so their stock was doing pretty good until about... Uh, the turn of the year into 22 and it started going down until may which it stopped it went back up again went back down and it's kind of just been in a bearish pattern and that's no good so you probably don't want to buy it's saying analysts are saying buy because yes it is low however i recommend some insurance on that like stock insurance not insurance insurance that's a thing it's it, insurance is like a, a safe buy it's like a buy so you don't lose so much money. It's like in poker insurance. It's a pussy move, but yeah, whatever. But I recommend not buying the stock. I'd rather be a pussy and not lose money lose that much money. Fucking Roblox, dude. Shit's crazy. Uh, what are big things that have happened recently? You know what I think? Holy shit! No way. What? <laughs> okay. I was like, what? And then I, I read a little bit further. So it says here, Space Station Explodes. And Whoa. engineers celebrate. So an inflatable module <laughs> that may one that day replace... the one where it goes into the sun? No. Uh, but it says an inflatable module that may one day replace the International Space Station has blown up for the fifth time. But don't worry, it was <laughs> intentional. Okay, all five explosions, explosions were carry out, carried out by Sierra Space, a company uh, which hopes to... which hopes the module f will form part of the Orbital Reef Space Station. A venture... Led by Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin. 
Uh, all right. So it actually says in 2031, the much-loved ISS will be retired and brought crashing back to Earth because there's actually no other way you're going to get it down other than crashing it, unfortunately. As much as we'd like to kind of preserve it, it's that's just what's going to happen, right? So uh, it will be brought down to Earth. It, it'll... It's actually said to splash into into a region of the Pacific Sea known as Point Nemo, where the ocean the oceanic pole of inaccessibility, sitting between New Zealand and South America, it is almost uh, seventy nine hundred miles from land, ensuring minimal risk to any humans. It's very good. Anyway, so a successor to the ISS has yet to be determined, with uh, numbers of ventures in the planning stages. So the ISS is going to be replaced. I had no idea. That's pretty interesting information to me. Anyways, why is coronavirus here? Oof. Yeah, there's still news about COVID-19. Holy shit. All right, here it is. This is a new one from the Daily Beast. Students' vile Jim Crow-inspired lynching messages sparked community outrage. And there's some messages on, looks like Snapchat. And so this one person, uh, their name is Blur, but so this one person says, I'm down. This other person says, pitchforks and cotton plants and signs that say, uh, black and Spanish, bathroom this way. Another person said whites only, but if we were all gorilla, that would be funny ASL. What does ASL mean? I don't really know. What does ASL American mean? American Sign Language. Oh, literally American Sign Language? Well, that is what it... It, uh, it is American is Sign Language, but in this slang. case, it's... Uh, slang. Internet slang. Age, sex, location? Huh? I can't be right. That is something a lot of weirdos be using. Um, ASL on Snapchat. Oh, okay. Uh, ASL Snapchat. Yeah, I don't fucking know what the fucking means. I remember trying to learn about that, man, and I never did. I don't give a shit, dude. I don't give a shit about this. Stupid Snapchat shit. Apparently, they're sending vile messages. School district in, of all states, Alabama. Very, very racist state to this day. Okay, okay, getting... I found something. Oh, what'd you find? So, it can, it can mean age, sex, location, as yeah. live, and as hell. Oh. It would be... Oh, slang can have oh. multiple uses, but... That would make sense. That would be funny as hell. Okay. Um. Anyway, so a school district... I don't even know how they even make sense, because, like, there's no H in it. Asshole, asshole. That's yeah, weird. Uh, but a school district in Alabama has been recently getting hammered by critics online after high school students allegedly exchanging racially violent and threatening messages, including remarks about lynching black people on social media. On Tuesday, it's Snapchat lynching. messages circulated between students within the Winota, I think that's how you say it, Winota City Schools District, sparking an investigation after three students reported the horrific exchange of messages to administrators. 
This afternoon, three students reported a Snapchat message uh, from the previous evening occurring off campus between several other students that were offensive and divisive. All right. Uh, so Winota City Schools posted on his Facebook page Wednesday. I'm proud of the students for reporting this to their administrators as it speaks highly of them and their rapport with the administrators. <sighs> la 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 la, blah 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 blah. There's more messages. This other person says, let's bring candles and nooses to school while wearing it. They also said, hang the blacks. Uh, and then this other person said, with torches. And then the same person who said, uh, let's bring candles, uh, posted two of the uh, little tops that, like, uh, let me let me send it to you. It's like this thing, like, referring to the, the message on top. Like, yes, I agree with this message, right? And then another person uh, replied to the one, uh, the candle thing, and with a, with a surprised emoji, or like a, like an oh emoji. And one of, like, the two hands on the side of the mouth? No, just the one where, the, like, the mouth is open, and the eyes are open. They're like, oh, um, no hands. <gasps> yeah, let me see if I can find it somewhere. Like this. Okay, so here's what they're saying. There's also more um, more messages. This person said, let's be KKK members. Another person said, let's... I, uh, the, and fucking hell. Another person said, I like that idea. And uh, Another person said, I've had my costume. Um, someone replied to the let's be KKK members with a question mark. Another person replied with um. Another person replied with yes. Another per person replied with team bonding. So theme bonding, wow. That's okay, so each of their names corresponded with players on the Winota High School baseball team. So these people are on the baseball team. And the baseball team has actually done nothing about it. They didn't even address the controversy. So what's my they reaction? They think about them balls. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Fucking hell, dude! No. More news of bad things happening to children. So, a family of a, a, a little girl, six-year-old girl, Kaya uh, Roll. Sue. Six. Yeah. Yeah, they, they sue Florida school after six-year-old girl was zip-tied and perp-walked by cops after she threw a tantrum. Where's perp-walked? Uh, like, you know, they've got, like, their hands, like, on their, on their, on their cuffs, and they're just, like, walking them. Uh -huh. I, I guess that's, like, perp-walked, so. Wow! She was zip-tied and perp-walked. Uh, walk. Uh, by a police officer for allegedly throwing a tantrum. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I think there's a video of it happening. Yeah, there is. So let me see if I can play this. I hope there is audio. This is from uh, Wesh 
station two. And we're gonna listen to this. After a tantrum, her family says she is forever changed. What? This is the moment in 2019 that Kaya Roll's family says left her with irreparable damage. An Orlando police officer arrested then six-year-old Kaya after a tantrum and brought her down to the juvenile jail. They said doctors diagnosed her with PTSD, separation anxiety, and oppositional Ooh. defiant disorder. She's also on four different types of medication. The officer was fired and in 2021, a Florida law was even passed in her name to protect children under the age of seven from arrest. But when Wesh 2 last spoke to Kaya and her family, they made it clear there was more work to be done. I like my law how it is now, but I, like grandma said, I want it to be at 12 so me and other kids can be protected. Monday, the family, their attorney, and a representative of the Southern Poverty Law Center gathered at the Orange County Courthouse. They announced that they filed an amended lawsuit against the Orlando Police Department for a number of things, including excessive force and arrest without cause. It was horrific for us. It took us three weeks to see that video in its entirety. We're calling upon this state to raise its minimum arrest age. And while I remember the fact that there once was no minimum age of arrest, seven is just too young. The family is asking that the minimum age be at least 12 years old. They're also asking for more than a million dollars in damages via that lawsuit. Back to you. That's a lot of money. Money? Was it like a school cop? Like. Uh, uh, an actual cop. I think the cops were called. What the f you called the cops. You should have called their parents. Listen, listen, listen. If a tantrum is so bad, you need to call the cops. I'd, I'd like to see the, what happened. Yeah, but why didn't they call the cop I and mean, the parents? That's actually a great question. Why didn't they call the parents? A lot of lack of responsibility occurring. Yes. Good, man. One hang, one hang. Uh, what's up with news? More news. Just give me one more. Um, yeah, Brzezik collapsed in 2013. Luck, uh, fire truck blocking Karen gets shoved after single-handedly halting emergency vehicle. That's a serious crime. You can get a lot of trouble for that. Yes. It shouldn't even be something they have to deal with. Okay, we can end it with a good... Oh, good note. Okay, missing toddler found safe, sleeping on family dog after wandering three miles from home. Oh, this is so nice to see. So a, a two-year-old girl who, who uh, went missing uh, from her home uh, several hours for several hours in Michigan and was accompanied by her two family dogs. Used the smaller dog as a pillow before she was found three miles from her home. Okay, this is right. Uh, so the dogs found her? The, I think the dogs were just with her. And they knew she was... I think the dogs absolutely knew she was, like, vulnerable and, and they needed to go with her because dogs know that, right? A lot of people don't know it, but dogs do have this this instinct to protect, especially very, very young kids, and they, they, can, they can sense it somehow. A lot of cute dog baby videos, and you'll see. 
if you if you think about it, you'll understand. Wow. So she walked away from home around 8 p.m. ET on Wednesday, uh, along with two dogs in the rural no northwest uh, Menominee County. Uh, local resident, re uh, a local resident on an ATV located the girl safe by midnight. She was found asleep using her smaller dog as a pillow while the larger dog stayed nearby. <sighs> That's great. She's found, she's returned home safe, and so are the dogs, and that's a great note to end on. Uh, yes. That's all the time we have. Do you have any last remarks? Please get up. Um, poop. I have to agree with you on that. Poop. That's all the time we have. If you're interested in listening some more, we post four times a week. Once on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at around 11 p.m. Uh, 11.30 p.m. EST. Sometimes later, sometimes earlier. You never know. Bye. Yeah.